Hey there, Sports History fan. Arnie Chapman here from the Sports History Network. Now, before you jump into this episode, I wanted to share with you an exciting giveaway we have going on with Homefield Apparel. We have a digital $50 gift card to homefieldapparel.com for one lucky fan of the Sports History Network. All you got to do is head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash giveaways to sign up. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash giveaways. You know how we love to applaud people that do great things in the preservation of football. Well, one of our good friends, Tim Brown, is on this segment every week on Tuesdays on pigskindispatch.com, has done something magnificent, so good, it was recognized by the National Archives and the federal government of the United States. Tim's got the story coming up in just a moment. This is the Pigskin Daily History Dispatch, a podcast that covers the anniversaries of American football events throughout history on a day-to-day basis. Your host, Darren Hayes, is podcasting from America's North Shore to bring you the memories of the gridiron one day at a time. So as we come out of the tunnel of the Sports History Network, let's take the field and go no huddle through the portal of positive gridiron history with pigskindispatch.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, my football friends. This is Darren Hayes of pigskindispatch.com. Welcome once again to the Pigpen, your portal to positive football history. And it is Tuesday. And once again, we have our friend from footballarchaeology.com, Timothy P. Brown, the historian, the author, uh, the great uh, researcher of football. Tim Brown, welcome back to the Pigpen. Hey, thank you, sir. Appreciate it, Darren. Looking forward to chatting once again. Yeah, uh, Tim, you have a, a very interesting topic that you brought up that you want to discuss tonight. It's about uh, something with the National Archives that uh, you were able to be a part of and uh, hoping you could explain that to us and uh, sh- share it with us. And maybe some of us can get out there and, and witness it ourselves. Yeah, so, um, you know, I, I posted a, a thing about this on, on my uh, on you know, football archaeology. But um, so basically what happened is um, I was invited to attend like a, a pre-opening of a new exhibit at the National Archives. And, you know, if it was the first time that I had been there, but, you know, if, you, if you've been to DC and you checked out the National Archives Museum in the rotunda, they've got the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. And then they have one room off to the side that has all kinds of, you know, kind of the history of the archives and the types of records that they maintain, et cetera. And then in the other direction is their special exhibits hall. And so they uh, recently opened uh, an exhibit called All American, the Power of Sports. And so it's essentially a, it's a, um, it's an exhibit that will be open till for another like 14 months or so. Uh, but it's all about, um, you know, the role of sports in, in bringing different types of people together. Uh, and so in some cases, what they're, you know, it's, it's kind of the emergence of uh, the opportunities for African-Americans in sports, for um, people of different ethnic, you know, backgrounds in sports and, and you know, women uh, as well. And so that's the, that's the general theme. Uh, and they've just got some really, you know, <laughs> they've got some incredibly cool items, you know, uh, little, a diary or autobiography, um, you know, that uh, now I'm blanking on his first name, but big uh, boxer Johnson, 
wrote while he was in, you know, the federal penitentiary. Penitentiary. Um, just there, there were all kinds of just really interesting artifacts. Um, some things from, you know, Japanese internment camps. I mean, you name it. You know, there was you know, a little bit of everything. Um, but and it was, you know, really nice event. Um, I got to meet um, Anita Thorpe, uh, Jim Thorpe's granddaughter, because one of the items on display is are his replacement medals you know, from the 1912 Olympics. Uh, Dikembe Mutombo was the featured speaker. So, you know, he gave a talk and, you know, had a chance to chat with him. And, there, you know, there are another, I don't know, half a dozen former NBA guys there. Did, did he, did, uh, he shake his finger back at you? Uh, you know, yeah, well, you know? <laughs> I, 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 I got close enough for him to strike me or, or wave his finger at me, <laughs> but uh, I, I tried to play nice with him. So, okay. no, he's, you know, really wonderful guy and he's doing some some great work uh raising funds for you know some uh challenges that you know are in africa today but um but anyways and so the the reason i was invited is because i had gotten involved in in a and you know did a lot of research on a story about the in the um you know within the past year the national archives was processing some photographs some old slides actually uh, from West Point and the guy um, who was doing the processing noticed that um, you know these were negatives and or so anyways it's negatives he noticed that one of them instead of all the people in the in the um, in the negative having black faces in negative they had white faces. So he's like, oh, what's going on? You know, so yeah, anyways, he checked it out and it turned out to be this 1920s football team that represented the West Point Cavalry Detachment. So they were Buffalo soldiers, so African-American men. And they were basically enlisted men stationed at West Point who taught, you know, maintained the stables and the horses, but also taught uh, horseback riding, et cetera, and, you know, cavalry tactics uh, to the cadets, you know, many of whom grew up in a city and, you know, Maybe didn't have a lot of you know experience in horsemanship, um, but these guys ended up uh, you know having sports teams, and West Point had an enlisted men's league. So there were a group. There was a group of enlisted men who supported, who helped teach the cadets artillery tactics, and there were other people in like medical, and there were other people. You know, so there were different functions, and each of them fielded a team. So um, as I was you know, I basically tried to figure out who these guys were and because, uh, you know, there was an article in the Washington Post about it um, that hadn't gotten into the detail. So I, I basically figured out who these guys played. I was able to find images of the 28, 29 and 30 teams, you know, in the old, you know, Spalding type, you know, football guides. And uh, so, you know, basically I could start identifying who, who some of these guys were in the picture. Um, and while I was doing that research, I ended up seeing this trophy that a guy had online on like, you know, collectors group on, on Facebook. And it was like, it's a trophy for this West Point hmm. <laughs> enlisted men's league awarded to the cavalry detachment. So I got a hold of them. And, you know, one thing led to another, uh, you know, it's just, we've become friends. Ron Pomfrey is the, the owner, but, um, 
when I wrote this stuff up, then the National Archives somehow came across it. And so they reached out to the combination of Ron and I. And so he ha he has, the, his trophy is on loan to the archives and is part of the exhibit. So wow. it's just, a, you know, so that's why the two of us uh, were invited to this thing and, you know, had a, had a wonderful time. And uh, so it was just, a, you know, a great event. And, um, you know, I've, there's some people there who are, uh, you know, just kind of, we're staying in touch. Um, and, you know, just, I, I don't want to go into the names right now, but I'll just. <laughs> well, uh, that'd be very, very cool. What a, what an honor uh, to have something that you wrote be recognized by the National Archives and uh, you get invited to, to go down there and celebrate, uh, you know, this uh, great uh, sports heritage that uh, we have seen here in the United States, uh, along with uh, uh, the owner of the trophy. So that, that's really cool. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. Congratulations on that. Yeah. So it's anyway, it, it was really fun. And, um, you know, just, it's a great exhibit. And so if you live in the area and generally, or if you have plans to go to Washington, um, yeah, check it out. You know, I mean, you could, you could do it inside of an hour probably, you know, and get a, a pretty good, you know, pretty thorough going through, but really, a, um, it's a fun exhibit. And then the other reason I just want to point it out is that I, have been trying to find ways to get some publicity around some of the research that I've done because I've kind of hit a wall. And so anybody out there who who's listening to this, um, who is aware of an ancestor who was with the cavalry detachment at West Point in the twenties, uh, please take a look at the site because I may have images of your grandfather, great uncle, great, great, you know, whatever it may be, whatever the relationship may be. Um, so I'm trying to, trying to get people to go out there to see if we can identify some additional, you know, some more of these men, right? I, I probably figured out about who half, half of them are, um, you know, track them down through census records and everything, but, but there's others. All I have is a last name and you know, I just haven't been able to get anywhere with them. Yeah, if we get them recognized, that would be so awesome to have them, you know, preserved in the history as well, and uh, get that recognition they deserve for for being, you know, such a, a pioneer and a trailblazer for for what they did. So yeah, yeah. And, and just you know, for for you know, all the, the folks out there, you know, if it just be cool to kind of learn something. You know, I I reached out to one or two people who they weren't aware that their grandfather or great uncle had been on these teams. You know. So it was something they learned something new. Yeah, so. def definitely very cool. Okay, now I'm going to expose my ignorance, uh, at least my, my ignorance in one area. I have many ignorances, but okay, the, the National Archives, we know Washington, D.C., is that connected to the Smithsonian and the Library of Congress, or are they all separate entities? Boy, yeah. Uh, in terms of organizational structure on that, I, I do not know. I mean, you know, I think the, you know, the archives, uh, I think, you know, basically their, their basic charge is to maintain the history of all public records. You know, so obviously they're involved in some of the things going on now with Mar-a-Lago, et cetera. But, um, you know, that's that's their main charge. And, and so, I mean, they've got, it's, they've got census records. They've got all kinds of geologic and, you know, you name it, you know, just all kinds of things that, uh, um, 
you know, one government entity or another generated, you know, the military, you know, personnel records, you know, uh, fall under them. So, I mean, it's, they've got a massive charge, you know, they, they got a lot of work to do. Um, okay. So. All right. So maybe it's a little different. The Smithsonian is just all the other stuff. That's uh, the things and the, the archives is the records and the documentation and data yeah. that's collected. Okay. I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Well, Tim, I uh, very much appreciate uh, you, you're joining us. Um, before we let you go, let, why don't you uh, share with us your, your website and how people can stay in touch with you and uh, learn about what you ha- share with your tidbits? Yeah, so uh, my website is footballarchaeology.com. It's a Substack site, if that means anything to you. Uh, but basically, just you know, just go to the address footballarchaeology.com. You can subscribe there. That'll uh, result in you're getting a, an email every day with whatever that day's uh, story is. You can also follow me on on, on uh, Twitter, uh, and I'm football archaeology there as well. Uh, so following on Twitter is great, but the unfortunate thing is you might miss a couple of episodes here and there. So whereas if you do subscribe, you're going to get every one of them. You can still delete them if you don't want to <laughs> you don't want to read them, but uh anyways if you miss you don't have time to read it save it in your inbox and you you can double the pleasure the next day so that's yeah you know and most most them take less than a minute to read so you know they're they're pretty quick well good stuff as always a congratulations again on that that great honor of being recognized and getting to go down there and uh on that visit uh with with your friend uh, who has the trophy so uh you know tim we enjoy your company each and every tuesday uh Hope that we can continue to do this and talk to you again next Tuesday and get some more football archaeology brought into the pig pen. So thanks, Tim. Hey, very good. Thanks, Darren. I appreciate it as always. We're taking a peek over at the chains in the down marker. It's fourth and long. We're going to have to punt the ball and get on out of here, but we'll have another series tomorrow for your football history headlines, so be sure to tune in. We invite you to check out our website, pigskindispatch.com, not only to see the daily football history, but to experience positive football with our many articles on the good people of the game, as well as our own football comic strip, Cleat Marks Comics. Pigskindispatch.com is also on social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all of your positive football news and history. Special thanks to the talents of Mike and Gene Monroe, as well as Jason Neff for letting us use their music during our podcast. Pigskindispatch.com is a proud affiliate of the Sports History Network, the headquarters of Sports Yesteryear. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Do you wish you knew more about the 100 seasons of the NFL? You're in luck because you found the Football History Dude Podcast, where each episode is a journey back in time to learn about the rich history of the NFL. From the founding of the league in an auto showroom, all the way to what it is today, America's favorite sport and a behemoth of an industry. My name is Ernie Chapman. Football is my passion, and I want you to come along with me each week to explore the yesteryear of the gridiron. So hop on board, my DeLorean, and let's get this baby up to 88 miles per hour. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right?
Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.